Moto Spot Show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back. We had episode 29 yesterday with Corbin Hayes. It was a really good time. We talked about Seven. We talked about James Stewart. We talked about all kinds of fun stuff. So please, if you haven't checked that out, please go check that out and tell us what you think. Give us some feedback. Hit us up on Instagram at Moto Spot Show. We have some special guests on tonight, and uh, we're going to do a little Supercross preview show, have a little fun, talk some shit, and uh, see what uh, how dumb we end up looking May. So I'm excited for that, and uh, excited to kind of see what everybody thinks about you know the 2022 season. So we'll, we'll start off with our first guest here. I'll get to him shortly, but I want to thank our sponsors, um, Moto Spot Show, you know, of course, is presented to you by Spot Network TV. Huge shout out to those guys. All of our episodes are on their app, at Spot Network TV. Also, a big shout out to Motion Pro, Works Connection, Bell Ray, Scott Goggles. Couldn't do this show without those guys, so thank you, thank you to all of them. But uh, let's get to this show, man. I'm, I'm excited for 2022. A lot of new teams, new riders. We got some guys on that tonight are going to support some teams next year. So, um, like I said, a lot is going to happen in 2022, so let's, let's get this party started. Our first guest of the night is going to be... Wheels, you know, good old Wheels. Everybody knows him. He done stuff with TPJ. Now he's over here at Monster Army handling the the team over there. What's up, Wheels? How are you? Triple J, is this your Dirty Thirty show? The Dirty Thirty, dude. It's been like thirty weeks since I've done a show. It's been a minute. I know. I thought you were like me. Did like two podcasts and then just went like, man, this is too much work. I'm over it, dude. I was go- I was like, I was ready to just throw in the towel and just you know. But then I saw the the vital thread and I made the cut for the uh, most liked podcast or whatever. So I paid a bunch of people to go vote for me and it, it's starting to pay off. So I'm uh, I guess I'm in this thing. It's, I mean, that's pretty cool. I, you couldn't pay me enough to create a vital account. That's cool. <laughs> no, no worries. The other guy that's on the line tonight, too, he'd probably say the same thing. I couldn't pay him enough, and he's still waiting for his check to do this show, but he's from Firepower Parts, one of the biggest uh, brands we have over there at WPS. It's the one and only Kirk Alves. What's up, man? How are you? Doing great. Happy to be here, uh, especially now that I know it's a Dirty 30 show. I'm in. This is good. <laughs> yeah. we're. Uh, he's, bringing, he's bringing the firepower. Exactly. All of it. All of it. Uh, two year warranty on the show, so you got two years to complain, and then I uh, I just forget about you. But uh, but yeah, yeah and and I'm with, I'm also with wheels that I would have never voted for you. I don't blame you. Nah. I don't blame you one bit. <laughs> it's like I didn't I, vote, vote I didn't the vote for you. that I was on. Yeah, <laughs> it was like just that one episode <laughs> on the vital thread. Just vote for this one. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean that, that's like Kirk. He was uh, he won the brand manager award at WPS, and I didn't vote for him, but somehow he still won. I think it was rigged, but it is what it is. <laughs> Did you vote for yourself? Because like you have to vote for yourself. No, I, they, no, I you, we, we didn't even we didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, it was, oh. it was cool. It was like it was a surprise, and it was a uh, our awards banquet is pretty fun. Uh, everybody gets together and. We uh we get to hang out and celebrate and have some fun. So it's a good time over there at WPS. We we keep it fun. Our motto is work hard, play harder. So it's good it's good times. But guys, I wanted to kind of do a little show with y'all and talk about Supercross. You know, Wheels, you've been in the industry for a long time. You've you're now over there at Hook It doing the monster stuff. And but last year and the last couple of years you've worked at Racer X and you've done stuff with TPJ. So I mean you've been to almost every Supercross for the last, you know, how many years, but you know, I wanted to get you on, and now you know Kirk as well. Kirk's the Firepower brand is blowing up. You know, we uh, we have a team, and I can say we because I I sell your stuff, so you can just shut up and let me say we, um, even though I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> but uh, but you got a really cool team with Jordan uh, Smith and who's the other guy? 
Jared Fry. Jared Fry. Okay, yep. And then you got uh, Martin as team manager, Davalos over there as team manager, and Yariv, uh, the team owner. So I'm excited to see how that team does. But you also have Club MX too. So some big things coming up for the Firepower brand, and I'm excited to see those guys uh, have some success. And we're going to get to that here shortly and talk about 250s, and then we'll work our way into the 450s. But let's kind of start off with you, Wheels, like, you know, what are you what are you expecting out of the season? This will probably be your first year um, not going to as many races as you had, just, you know, with some regulations and stuff. You you probably won't go to as many races, but outside looking in, like, what are you expecting out of uh, out of A1? Yeah, well, first thing, I need to correct you a little bit. I'm actually going on my second year. This is my second full year working for Monster Army. I haven't worked for Electric X in 2019, so, but, yeah, yeah it's been good. I've I, did the did the Predator journey for a, a couple seasons with uh, Ted Parks and Jason Watkins and those guys over there. But yeah, no, this year I don't I don't really have anything lined up. I might I might put together something to help out a uh, privateer team for East Coast. But uh, I don't know, man. There's 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 a lot of smoke and mirrors and like stuff that's not really being talked about in the public. So I don't know what my plans are going to be for Supercross yet because I kind of don't agree with some of the some of the stuff but uh that's not what we're here to talk about so and i'm not i'm not crap i'm not you know i'm not going to talk junk on the series or anything like that they got to do what they got to do but yeah my my issues go above above felt and stuff like that so but yeah no i just uh i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to the season i think it's gonna you know they say it every year uh deep, deepest field ever most stacked field ever but dude, there's like 12 or 13 paths winners and champions in the 450 class this year going into a1 are you kidding me yeah it's going to be really good and i think also too there's guys that are on new teams you know um it's it's going to be exciting to see kind of new teams new programs all that stuff and and see kind of what everybody does and for you kirk like you have to go and work some events you know fly wps is a big big supporter of the supercross series so for you you're going to go to a few rounds um i believe you said you're going to a1 like what are you kind of looking forward to at, at a1 uh, so, I mean, the first and foremost, like I've never been to a one. So that for me is right. This is kind of the Mecca, the Holy grail of, of, uh, motocross racing is, is a one. So I'm excited just to like feel the energy from that. And, uh, I think it'll be pretty sweet. And then other than that, man, just, uh, supporting anybody that's, that's rocking firepower and just being a part of the scene. And I, I love this shit. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of cool. I didn't know that. I didn't know you'd never been to A one before. So you're gonna kind of see like all the tension and all the just excitement and all that. It's it's pretty fun. Like I've gone probably for seven years and I've missed the last two years. And of course we didn't have it last year, but this will be my first time going back in in uh, I think two or three years. So I'm excited to see kind of everybody and and have some guns like you said because this is the biggest one. All the teams are there. All the everybody lives there. It's well now more people are leaving to Florida, but it's gonna be cool and. You know, they, they launched the, I guess, provision entry list today, and it looks like we're going to have Hammaker and McAdoo, Craig, some some heavy hitters on the West Coast. So for you, Jason, like, let's start with, like, Christian Craig. Like, are we expecting a title out of that guy? Is this his last year? Like, what are you thinking that you – like, what are you expecting out of Craig? Man, you it's kind of it kind of feels like a broken record when you say it. But I know, like, right? This year has – I equivalent it to like I grew up being I grew up as a Chicago Cubs baseball fan my whole life, and it's like there's always next year, maybe next year, and like you start the season thinking like this has to be the year, right? So like 
I, I don't know. Like it's, yeah. it's, Christian's a super nice dude and it's hard to like, he's a good dude on and off the track. Like he doesn't have a lot of enemies and he's not a douchebag. So it's hard to like not pull for the guy. And he's definitely, you know, a, a veteran in the class and you, you want to see him do well, but then like, there's also a lot of really fast guys. And, and they put the, they put those lists out, but they're, they're still provisional and it's, it's kind yeah. of annoying really. Like every year we go into a one, not really knowing, until first practice who's who's going to be there you know you know what i mean but yep. yeah I mean, I mean craig christian is definitely a i mean he's a he's, he's on my and not just because he's a monster writer but he's a list of you know he's on my list of uh guys that i want to see do well in the class and like who wouldn't i don't really know anybody who wouldn't be pumped to see that guy finally win a championship right Right. I mean, it's one of the things where it's he's had such a, a gnarly story from not having a ride to retiring to coming back. And I think it's one of those things, like you said, it's a broken record, but he's he's got some big heavy hitters in there. If this if this is the actual entry list, like you said, it, it could be just a provisional one and it most likely will be. You know, everybody doesn't know until Thursday when press day rolls around, but looks like he's going to have Jet Lawrence, March Banks, Hammaker. Nate Thrasher, McAdoo. So, I mean, he's got some some young guns in there. And I'm not going to lie, Jet Lawrence and uh, March Banks, I think, are going to be some two guys that are going to uh, battle. Because I've talked to a couple guys at club, and, and March Banks look really good on that Yamaha. So, I know Kirk's probably rooting for that Club MX team. Amen to that. Anybody who has anything to do and wants to run firepower, I'm in. <laughs> I don't care if you're I don't care if you're a privateer and you're fighting to make it to the main man. I want you to win. Yeah. Leave it all on the track. That's right. So I mean the, hey, you know, at the end of the day I'm the same way. If you have a green monster car on your helmet, I just assume you that guy be on the podium versus someone else, right? Right. Yeah. That's, that's the job, I think. So yeah. 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 And then we got so, Jaleek, I don't know. we got Jalik Soul too coming in. This is you know, he's got I think a lot of eyes on him too, because people want to see if he's gonna be the Stepping up, you know, hitting that that next level as a as a rider. Yeah, he really like, and it's hard to. It's kind of a double edged sword because it's hard to not put a lot of stock into, like how guys did outdoors and transfer into Supercross. But then there's it's such a different beast, and there's so much time. So, but Jalik really like matured. I think as not just a rider, but as a professional. Yeah over the summer, you know, he had, he had some really good motos and he just kind of carries himself differently, I think. So it's, it'll be, you know, his first year across was kind of, how's this going to go? And then he just keeps getting better. And then, you know, last year outdoors, he had, well, he won a moto. And yeah. so, I mean, <clears throat> just keeps getting better and better. And so it, it's, it'll be interesting to see, you know, those guys are down to Baker's and like Baker's proven, right? Like he, yeah creates champions and creates guys not even the guys who aren't champions are still you know significantly better than they used to be so it it, it it'll be good to see how to see how he does in his i guess this, will this be his third year as a not really a make or break year for him but it's definitely one of those it's definitely an important year i would say yeah. i mean there's contracts going to be coming due and you know i there are more eyes on him than just the rockstar husky guys this year i think 
Yeah, I know a lot of the guys over at Rockstar really enjoy working with him, and he's uh, I think he's got another another level to get to, and he's he's definitely proven it this year in outdoors that he's ready to step up and and be a contender. But I mean, with this class, there's some there's some veterans like Forkner. You know, that's another guy. It's like we keep beating a dead horse, but he needs to he needs to do something. Granted, he's already got a 450 contract, but you know we've seen contracts be voided and be terminated. But it's one of those things to where I think he's going to have to uh, prove himself because he's got another veteran and, and last year's champion Colt Nichols also also signed up. So for you, like Kirk, like what are you thinking? Like Forkner Nichols Nichols won a championship last year, but Forkner has been close. Like who do you root for in that situation? Or do you root for anybody? Um, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it's a, I, I'm a fan of the sport. So really yeah. for me, it's like, I want to see the guys just stay on the bike. And I think that's the biggest thing for Forkner, right? is can he not ride over his head and wad it up and stay on the bike for an entire season to, to put himself in position to even compete with the championship? Um, right now, I personally think probably nobody beats Jet. Uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, it, as long as it's a, a tight championship, I'd love to see three, four, five guys take it down to the wire, and that's, that's the type of shit that I would rather see in the long run. So I'm kind of a fan of it all. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. Like we saw kind of last year at Indy, you know, there was guys and no disrespect, you know, to these guys, but there was guys getting seventh and sixth that were privateers. And it's like, OK, like half the field's depleted, but it was good for them. Like that was a good confidence builder. But I agree with you. Like, I want to see the whole field stay healthy. Like if PC's got three guys and Yamaha's got three guys and Honda's got Lawrence and KTM's got, you know, either um, Voland or somebody on a privateer effort. Like, I just want to see guys stay healthy and have, make sure that everybody's there and there's no asterisks, right? Like, so, but yeah. again, uh, like, I don't think you, I don't think it's fair to say asterisk. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna read kind of yeah, probably, probably not. Yeah, probably not. Right. But. Because I mean, you can't, you can't fault the guy like Kevin Morant or you know Kyle Peters or whoever or, you know Logan Carnell or those guys. Yeah, for staying healthy and and you know Yoshimoto or whoever got hurt, get hurt just because they're on a factory bike. Like, you gotta be, you gotta be there to play, and so. I, I mean, there were there were a lot there was a lot of chatter last year about you know like these guys wouldn't have where, where would they have finished if you threw three more guys in there but they were there and those other three guys weren't so I think at the end of the day like you gotta you gotta take your hat off to the guys who are on the line and able to show up and like the results are what they are because those are, those are the players that showed up you know what I mean yeah yeah I totally agree with you like if it, it, it's part of the game. Uh, is you got to be able to stay on the bike, and that's what winning a championship is, is, is being there in and out. Yeah. And it goes really that's, any sport. So it's, if, if you can't stay healthy, then you're you're not going to win, and that's just kind of how it is. Yeah, yeah that's kind of important. That's kind of been the, the like, trip tonight with Fortner, right? Is like he's always – I mean, there's no doubt that when it comes to all-out speed and ability to just put rhythms together and send it through the whoops and just be the fastest guy on the track, whether it's from – free practice to the main like as far as speed goes and even confidence like the kid carries himself like he's already a champion and good on him like that's the way you have to right. that's the way you have to carry yourself to I mean you don't manifest a championship without like living that living that high life right but then it's also on the other side of that is it's put him on it's put him on his on his head a lot so like yeah you gotta, you gotta, you gotta show up every weekend. So if you you can't win championships or you can't finish, you can't achieve your goals if you're not able to to start them. You know what I mean? Absolutely. No, yeah, I agree. And it's cool. Like they're gonna have some guys from from uh, 
overseas come over. I think Dylan Walsh is going to come over. And you got Jace Pettis coming over. I guess that's not really like coming over. Cole Thompson, Canada. Like, so you got some guys that are going to try their try their efforts this year. And I'm excited to see some different some different blood in the sport and not be the normal guys. Because like you just said, you know, Wheels, it's one of those things where there's 22 guys on the gate and they all want to do their best. You know what I mean? So that's what I think I love about A1 is just there's there's just you don't know what to expect. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of like that thing when that gate drops. You're like, who's gonna who's gonna come out alive? It's uh, you know, Tomac kind of said it on the preview show is it's almost like a gladiator effect. They're all, everybody's in a stadium and you're just like, all right, let's just fight to the death and see who crosses that finish line first. But yeah. Hey, uh, you, you brought up Pettis and I was, yeah, that kid's fast. That kid's fast. And I know he's on like a factory. Oh, I guess air quotes back like the, the Red Bull KTM team for Canada. So like, yeah, is, is it like, is he riding? Do you guys know? Like, is, is the bike he's riding the same as what Ballin's riding, or is he like are those like is his? What, I don't know what's if his it's... deal. Like I know, I know he's like a Red Bull rider, and like he looks like a factory rider. But like, does he show up in a van and his bike's a little bit different, or like is his program because he trains at Baker's? So like, is his pro like is he on the same bike as Ballin, or you guys don't know? I haven't heard if he's going to be under the rig or not. Um, I think Pulp said a while back, like last year when he tried to do it, he had a he had a he had a factory motor and suspension, but. I don't think he's getting everything Max is getting, but I could be wrong. You know what I mean? I, don't, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I just, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if that. he's underneath the rig or not. It would make sense, right? If he uh, was under the rig. Like, if if he's if Max is doing one coast and he's doing the other coast, like, it'd make sense to have him underneath the, the semi. Yeah, I don't know. But anything that makes sense in a sport probably goes the other opposite direction. So. <laughs> 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 yeah i don't know but i I mean it's one of those things where it, it'll be good and you know dylan schwartz has also come back on the suzuki and i'm uh i'm really just see Any, anybody anybody who can put up the, the results of schwartz and put on that yellow bike dude that's what i'm that's saying like outdoors i was like holy shit like it's pretty impressive what he was doing on that bike and i'm excited to see uh if he can do it do that in supercross too because he was pulling off some really good good rides in the uh in the uh outdoor season so but let's kind of transfer over to 250 east so that's going to leave us with uh you know jordan smith he's he's came close a couple times to to being a top guy when he was at troy lee and and he's kind of just had the same same career almost like martin just you know so close but just can't can't close it out so i'm hoping to see him do good he's on the firepower bike and he He's gonna have uh, some extra horsepower with firepower chains and batteries. So you know, Kirk, what's uh, what's the? Have you been hearing out of anything out of your Reeve on Jordan? How's he looking? Uh, he, he looks killer. Honestly, we we do talk to those guys a little bit, but uh, it's gonna be another one. Man, he's got to stay on the bike. Yeah. So, um, I, I, honestly, everything that's come out of this for me as as a brand guy has just kind of been like a fog, dude. The last few months have been wild. Um, this is a culmination of a ton of work, a ton of time, uh, taking a brand that was completely unknown to now being, you know, a title sponsor on the Supercross team is just wild. So I'm like, just trying to like soak it all in and, and day to day is like, like I said, kind of in the fog, but yeah. yeah, I think, I think they're both looking good. Everybody seems happy on the bike. I feel like everybody wants to be on Honda this year for some reason. Um, I, I don't know, and I'm probably off, but 
they are they're beautiful but I, and i'm probably off but I, I just feel like there's a ton more hondas this year out of nowhere maybe i just see gas gases and think they're hondas so I don't know, no you're uh, right like <laughs> honda's done a really good job of like having those other teams you know cowie's kind of got pro circuit and really that's it you know what i mean but this year like honda's got hrc they got firepower they have um sgb they have yeah um who else do they have i'm trying to think if they got anybody else but i mean yeah you're not wrong like there's a lot of there's a lot of hondas on the track and you know everybody's kind of asked that question with cowie too like you know sgb kind of was on cowie last year but everybody's like why doesn't cowie have like a beat oh phoenix that's the other one phoenix so there's phoenix honda too like it's oh yeah i'm like holy crap like you know honda's gonna own the gate here soon and and then you know i know ktm and husky a lot of guys were riding those outdoors um and i don't know if that's gonna be the same this year but i know in privateers a lot of guys were doing huskies and ktms because the contingency was pretty good so it'll be interesting to see how that all goes but you know there's there's two guys that i'm really excited to see you know hunter lawrence won a race last year he's starting to build that confidence he's got the red bull ride now with his brother jet and then you got justin cooper like i think those dudes are gonna battle it out like Jet doesn't really have any real I guess Forkner would be a big rivalry, but I feel like Hunter's got a point to prove and then Justin of course has to back up his title, but I think Hunter's got a chip on his shoulder. He's almost like a Cooper Webb. I don't know if you agree with that or not, Wheels, but I feel like that's kinda outside looking in, it seems like Hunter's got a chip on his shoulder. Uh yeah, and rightfully so, right? Like little brother gets I mean, I'm not gonna say gets, he's earned it, but Yeah. Like, no, I get it. Like, you're kinda getting like a little bit more, of shadow a little more, bit. Yeah, you're like, hey man, you know I, I've gone down the same path as, as this kid. Like this kid's watched me ride. I've taught him, I've taught him a thing or two, and sure, maybe, maybe he's taught me a thing or two. But like, I want some of that love little brother's getting right. So I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure, I'm sure at, in the Lawrence family, like nothing would make those guys happier than Jet to win one coast and Hunter to win the other. Like that would be. Could you imagine? That would be the dream. Oh my god, that would that be epic. Yeah. You know how many Krispy Kreme donuts would be delivered to the house if that went, if that happened? Maybe <laughs> between the between the Red Bull and the Krispy Kreme, so the sugar high for weeks. No joke. And Red Bulls. Red Bulls and Krispy Kreme just coming in hot. No. I I agree but with no, you. Yeah. Like, it'd be a crazy it, story. Right. It'd be a crazy story. Like Red Bull's doing a pretty good job with that new little um thing they have right now, flight plan. And I think if both those guys want a title. The new uh, there would be another documentary series probably that would come out. That'd be like Moto Spy is going to probably be insane this year. Yeah, I don't know. Excuse me, I got to take a drink of my monster real quick. Oh, here we go. Nice. Oh, here we go. A little plug. Yeah. <laughs> I like it, Mike. If you're listening hey, to the show, I get a, I can I get a, a case? Yeah, can I get a case? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. yeah. They're all they're all they're all on a boat in the Los Angeles <laughs> Harbor. The price is yeah, going up. I dude. hear that. Monsters went from like two dollars a can to like three fifty a can. Well, well. <laughs> good job, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. No, it's uh, okay. I don't want to talk politics. That's a whole other subject. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, you know who I think is going to, you know who I think is going to uh, surprise do really well. I want to say a surprise, but I think his if he stays healthy, and I'm a little bit biased, but yeah, if he stays healthy, like. Last year he had, he, you know, he led a moto or moto, led the main and finished on the podium at Daytona and then like got hurt and kind of dealt with some illnesses and, you know, injuries and stuff like that. But I think, you know, I think if Styles can put a full season together, like, yes, I don't think that he's had an op, 
I want to say opportunity because he's, it goes back to that. You have to be there to perform, but I don't think he's really been able to showcase just, just how much talent that kid has. Yeah. I agree. And I think if he can, I think if, uh, Styles can stay healthy all year, I think that he'll be one of those guys that I think he could have a breakout year, a lot like how, uh, Cody had where people like didn't really talk about him a lot. And then it's like, Oh wait, this kid's actually really good. I'm going to agree with that. I really like styles and he's always been super nice to me. And I, I want to see him do well just because the kid's such a genuine dude and he's worked his ass off. And like you said, he's just really hasn't had that season yet, that breakout year. And I hope this year he kind of stays healthy. And I mean, even if it's a fifth here and a seventh here, like I just want to see him finish a whole season, like just put it all in the work, just complete all eight rounds. I think it's eight or nine rounds and just, you know, kind of put it all together and then take that into outdoors because I, I agree with you. I think he's one of the guys that can – I mean, we saw it last year. Nate Thrasher went from, you know, barely making it through the LCQ. I think he had one race where he had to go through the LCQ, and then he wins the mo- he wins the main. And I f- there's no there's no reason why Styles can't do that as well. Um, I think Styles I, has the same text- amount of speed. I was texting with Styles earlier today, and I was like, hey, man. Whatever Malcolm does in the woods, do the same, and you'll be fine. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah. It's that easy. I'm like, oh, you got it. Well, <laughs> just close your whatever eyes. Whatever Malcolm does, just just follow him. Yeah, just close your eyes and go straight. That's is Styles, that's is Styles at do. Baker's? Yeah, all the Rockstar Husky guys are. Okay, I thought he was, but I wasn't 100% sure if he was there full time. Yeah. Nice. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. And speaking of staying healthy, you know, RJ Hampshire, you know, a fly athlete. I want to see him, you know, fly needs, uh, needs some guys up on the podium this year. And I think RJ can take it to the top. And I know Kirk's probably heard some meetings and heard some people talking and, you know, we got some guys that are coming up that are going to go 450 or need to go 450 soon. And I think RJ is one of those guys, same with Craig. So like Kirk, I don't know about you, but I want to see RJ just stay healthy and, and crush it. Uh, yeah, uh, that's again, right? That's team team loyalty for WPS is yeah for sure who you're gonna root root for 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 me on stuff like that. But um, uh, I, we keep coming back to it, man. Stay on the bike, and uh, and a lot of these guys all have the talent, they all have the heart and the willpower to do it. It's just um, it's just that one time if you ride over your head and you know game changer. Yeah, I think that's the crazy thing is just how much how fast these guys go but how much on the edge they are and how much edge we are like as fans because you just don't know like if you know there's a big big thing about adam it's like when he's out front okay how long till he goes down it's like it just sucks that we have that persona but it's same with rj it's like rj it's almost like he rides better when he's when he's sketchy but at the same time you're like on your seat just like dude please don't fall don't please don't fall like bring this one home bring this one home and and the cool thing about this year is compared to last year is they're, they're in formula fly formula helmets um, last year they were in aero helmets, and I think that's going to take him to the next level. I mean, that comfort and airflow is just going to be right back to the top. Baby. So much better. So much better. It's, it's, al- it's almost with RJ, and you hate to say it because, like, you're not talking a crap on it, on these guys. Like, I right, no, not at all. It's just kind of talk past. You're, on you're any talking past, yeah. But it's, yeah, yeah. But it's almost like when you watch Hampshire ride, it's like as far as his riding goes, he almost looks like he rides better and fifth or in third than if he's in first. Yeah. And a like lot of guys his are, way through his you know, they're, they're, well, it's like you, you have something to chase and then you're focused on the guy ahead of you. Whereas when you're in front, like that's when you start to think and you make mental mistakes. Whereas yeah. when you're, when you're following a guy or you're running through traffic, like you just have one, one goal in mind. So like that, that seems to be 
<clears throat> a little bit. Like it's almost like you. It's almost like in order for Hampshire to, I don't want to say in order for him to win, but it's almost like run third until two laps to go, make and then and make the pass for the lead. It is almost like what his formula for success would be. Yeah, from the outside looking in, right? Yeah, because we don't know. You know, a lot of these guys have internal things going on. You know, if it's girlfriend, wives, you know, whatever. There's there's so much other things going on. These guys are just normal people. So you got. Excuse me, you got to kind of take that all into effect. And and a lot of people forget about that. You know, it's like they just see the athlete and it's like these guys are, are human. So it's like you kind of got to think about things like that and just take it as take it as you will. But I hope I hope everything works out for RJ and he has a uh, he has a badass season because I know he's he's itching to, to get a championship and, and kind of finish out his 250 career. It's hard to not, especially from a, I mean, we it's like myself and you and Kirk like it's a little bit easier because we're around these dudes yeah but it's hard to not view them as machines who are programmed to ride dirt bikes because they are machines who are programmed to ride dirt bikes right so like I I think there's one I think there's one dark course well you kind of broke up what'd you say I said I think there's a dark course dark horse for 250 guy that we haven't talked about yet um let me see if i can guess who it is what what color is he what color bike what color? not color like <laughs> wheel shut up <laughs> that came out wrong. what color bike is he on he has a red bike moseman no who vince mother effing freeze oh yeah he's dropping down huh how did he pull that off how did he? I pull didn't know that. that. How does that work? Yeah, because he's got points. I, mean, I don't know how he pulled that off. I don't know, but there ain't nobody out. There's not anybody out there who likes to ru- to slam dudes more. Like, Run them deep. Kind of weird. Slam people more than freeze. So if he pulls I mean, you throw starts, him in, you if throw he him starts, in there with dude. like, right? Like you throw him in there with like Jets, not afraid to get dirt just to play games. Fortner's not afraid to play games, like. Can you imagine yeah. like freeze freeze getting the whole shot and then a bunch of nineteen oh year olds God, just, like like trying to just, get around them and like I just, just all trying like, to a, punt each other off the track, <laughs> dude. Yeah, and then freaking like Joshua Varees gets on the podium because freeze takes him and four other dudes out in one turn. Dude, <laughs> it's gonna be like Supercross four. Yeah, right. Like oh when you get a bad God. start playing playing on PlayStation and you just go straight and just <laughs> yeah, like that's gonna be gnarly. Like how many how many uh, do we see a black flag pulled this year in Supercross from from anybody? I mean, if there is, if there is, you know, the guy was gonna cause it. <laughs> I love it, dude. It's I I totally forgot about that because it's like I don't I've been asking myself how he pulled that off because he's scored points and and I'm surprised that they're allowing that. But good for him. Hey, I mean, man. hey, you got to do what you got to do, and if he feels that a 250 program is what he needs, then all for be it. Like let's let's see let's see some action. We everyone on this call knows that Tony Alessi has memorized the AMA rulebook from cover to cover, and if there's a loophole or any way around it, that that's just, like, true. I'm not I'm not surprised. No, I mean I'm that's true. Surprised. I will I. You know, if you told me that Michael Essie was going to show up at A1 and ride the 250 class, I'd be like, 
all right, I can see that. I'm not surprised. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> he would get probably passed in the whoops by uh, who's uh, who do who get passed by probably Everybody. Derek Kelly. Yeah, Derek Kelly and all those guys <laughs> would just blow by him in the whoops. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for that. I uh, now that you bring that up, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy, and I think there's gonna be a lot of drama this year in 250s because, like I said, you have veterans and then you got young guys and. Speaking of veterans, Jeremy Martin, man, he uh, he's going to be on that Yamaha, and if he gets through the first round, it's going to be yeah. really exciting to see kind of what he's going to do. And then there's another claw rider that we haven't talked about, amateur phenom Levi Kitchen. Like I'm excited to watch him do Supercross because I've seen him outdoors, and he rips. And I I'm, haven't seen him ride Supercross yet, and I'm excited to see kind of if he can put it together. Cause I, I feel like he's going to be another guy that's going to either blow our minds or he's going to weed his brains out. But I mean, what do you think? Wheels like, what's your expect, expectation for, uh, for Levi? I was, I was actually thinking about that today. Cause I was like, here's how much preparation I've done for Supercross. You know how I prepared for this podcast today? I played MXGP on, PlayStation. I'm like, I've done zero. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. So, but I, you yeah, know, if it makes you feel better, I, Kirk hasn't done Kirk's Kirk's uh, yeah, preparation I mean, was my text message. <laughs> yeah, I'm about, I'm, watching, I'm about the same. I've watched some Instagram videos, and uh, I'm sure that just makes our makes your fan base think that I'm a moron, but they're not wrong. But you know, you you watch all those guys at uh, Star like. I hate to say it because, like, it sounds degrading, but they all look the same. Like, yeah. they all look fast. Other than, like, take take Dylan and – or take Dylan Ferrandis and Eli Tomac out of it, but you take all the 250 guys, whether it's Justin Cooper, Levi Kitchen, or Nick Romano, who's not even a pro, like, they all look good. So it's like – what do you think? Kitchen, kitchen could be really good or it could be like, ooh, but I'm not going to put any expectations on these guys. Like, if it's your first year riding Supercross, if you make if you make the main event and you finish in the top ten, like, that's awesome. Yeah, good on you. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. You know what I mean. So, but on the other side of that is like, if you don't qualify, it's like, oof, you're on a factory team. Like, that's not really this, even if it's your first year. Like, you still yeah. got to be in the main event. Does Star take East Coast and West Coast again this year? I'm going to say no. What about you, Kirk? What do you think? Yamaha take East Coast, West Coast? I, I, I don't think that can happen again, no. Um, I mean, they're obviously going to compete, and they're going to be right there in the mix. Um, but I would have to say, I just, I, I, I don't know, maybe gut feeling or whatever. I think West Coast goes to Lawrence. Um, okay. I, I think I think that the, the whole thing we were talking about with East and West, both Lawrence brothers would be badass. I think cool scenario, and I like to see cool shit like that, but. Um, no, I don't think Star can repeat the the double coast. All right. I wanna, what about you, Wills? I, I, I'm going to throw a theory out there that maybe you haven't thought of, or maybe no one's thought of. But who's Forkner's? You, you guys, you know who Forkner's mechanic is this year, right? Yeah, Tony. Right, and I think there's something to that. I think that going back to the stain on the bike thing, I think that. I think Tony will do a very good job of kind of keeping Austin grounded. Okay. So, like, I I I think that Tony Archer does not get enough credit in the sport, and I'm not just a credit. I'm not just you know equivalenting that to the success that he was able to 
you know, help with, with <clears throat> Cody Shaw. But I think that that dude is very knowledgeable, very knowledgeable, Yeah, not just knowledgeable, but like if you watch a race with him or like you spend time around him, like he's just different. Like he's almost, he's very like calculated yeah. and almost like, because he's still very much a rider. So he's been there, but I don't know. I just, I, I kind of think that the common, I, I think that Forkner's had that missing piece. And I think that maybe Tony Archer might be able to bring a lot more to the table than what people really on the outside or on the outside think. Yeah. That's just, that's just my, that's just my. No, it makes sense for sure. And like for the people that know Tony, Tony's been in the sport a long time. He's, he's won an arena cross, um, lights championship. And then he's also, uh, he also worked for Cody and then he's worked at uh, E-Traders and done a lot of things in the sport. And now he's with, with Austin and he's actually been on the show. We interviewed him. I think it was like episode eight or episode seven. He was right around the same time as wheels, but um, he's been a lot around a long time. And, and like wheel says, he's, he's very like very watchful. Like he keeps an eye on everything. He breaks down. I've heard him talk to Cody in the outdoor series. And it's like, he kind of just almost has that little bit of edge, almost like a coach and a mechanic. And it's really cool to see. And I think wheels are onto something there. Like he can kind of break down and say, okay, you're losing, you know, a second over here or tenths over here because you're doing this and shift up here or, you know, whatever. Like, I think he's going to be a good, a coach and also a good mechanic. And I'm excited to see that do. Honest, honestly, just Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say like, and just approach to life. Like if, if somebody, you know, if Austin is focused on the wrong things, like, yeah. Tony's not afraid to be like, Hey, I don't care who you are. Like you need to focus. Agreed. Yeah. He's, he's, he's very, uh, like optimistic. Like he's always happy. It seems like, and if you're, if you're sucking, he's going to tell you, Hey, you're sucking. Like you need to figure it out. Yeah. So, um, let's kind of get, get onto the next one here. So before I, before we move on, 250 East, no, 250 West, Wheels, what's your what's your top three? Wonder overall. Huh? For, just for A1 or for overall? Uh, Let's go overall. Well, like I said, I, I, think, I think this, I think, I think Fortner finds that missing link, and I think Fortner gets, gets the job done this year. Uh, I'm gonna say it's a pretty. I'm gonna say it's gonna. I mean, it's not gonna be him walking away with it. So I'm gonna put. I'll put Craig second, and I'll put Lawrence third. All right. So you got Forkner, Craig, and Lawrence for West. Yep. Okay. Yeah, your phone. For some reason, your phone's cutting. Like you're you're cutting out pretty bad. So hopefully the playback's not that bad. But on my side, it's cutting out pretty bad. Um. And then Kirk, what do you got? What do you think of two fifty West? Oh man. Um I don't like being put on the spot with these triple. I'm sorry. Um, I, just I'd throw like just to, throw a guess. You're, you're good. I know. Um uh, like I told you, I have, I have a gut feeling. I think Lawrence takes it this year. Um Man. I I wanna put Forkner in there, but I just it's hard to trust him as far as staying healthy. Um I'm gonna say Forkner and Craig third. So same guys. I think those guys are, you know, the elite. And if they, again, stay on the bike, and I've said it a hundred freaking times, but uh, if they stay on, I think, you know, it's it's between those three probably. 
Nice. Okay. I think I'm going to go with Lawrence, uh, Forkner, and then March Banks. So I like just, it. Just from what I've heard about March Banks right now, I'm I'm my hopes are high on that kid because he's very. I see March Banks winning a winning a race or two. Yeah, he's very comfortable. Yeah. He's very happy with this program, and uh, I'm uh, I'm expecting to see kind of big things out of that out of that team because I heard their bikes are stupid fast. Their bikes are sick, and yeah. the team is huge, so they got a lot of opportunities. Yeah, and they're, I mean the other reason I say that too is because a lot of people. No, I wouldn't say a lot of people, but the only the big you know I would say probably the core core fans see what what goes on over that club. And I mean March Banks is riding with Justin Brayton, Phil Nicoletti, Alex Martin. Um, Kyle Peters, Cody. I think Cody just got to North Carolina, yeah. so Cody Shock. Like Phoenix is over there, Clubs over there, Smart Tops. You know Justin Brayton's over there. Like so, those guys. Pr almost, Prmx yeah. trains there, like a bunch of guys there. Yeah, so it's like he's riding with two fifty guys, four fifty guys, and it's like it's almost like an undercover Alden Baker to where there's a lot of fast dudes riding their asses off, and the tracks are getting gnarly. Like these things aren't smooth and like. Just track. I mean, I watched a video and the ruts look so sketchy, and they're just, they're just triple tripling like it's nothing. And uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool. And they got they got some extra backing with Muckoff coming on. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah. They, they got it. It's a legitimate program for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I, I got high hopes for March Banks for sure. Um, and wow. of course, they have a firepower lithium battery in the bike. So I mean, how could you go wrong? Yeah. Hopefully, they don't. Hopefully, they don't have a chain because I, I mean that's got drag. We don't want no yeah. drag. Bro, are you serious right now? Of course not. That thing's going to be... You're getting fired on Monday. <laughs> I'll be fired tomorrow on New Year's Eve. <laughs> Bro, I got, the, I got the firepower chain ready to go on the new gas gas. Excited. Excited. Oh, yeah. You're a gas gas. You're a gas gas guy. Oh, yeah. yeah big, gas traded. Guy. big gas gas guy. So Kirk's got me dialed in with the, uh, with the chain and the batteries. He told me full retail. And I was like, shit, okay. You know, that's that's how it is. So yeah. Full MSRP. <laughs> MSRP plus 10. I got to earn, earn my right. He's got to pay those bills over there for those teams. So I got to pay my, I got to put my, right. I got to put my dues in. But yeah, uh, I need to do a little extra. Yeah, Triple, I have a, uh, I have a New Year's challenge for you since oh, you got a new bike. All right, I'm, ex- I'm nervous. There's, there's a 0% chance you can do this, but can you go a whole, <laughs> can you go a whole, my challenge for you is to go all of 2022 with the same set of graphics on your motorcycle. No, <laughs> no way. You cannot, you change every two months. No. Dude, he won't even let anybody ride his bike in the woods. Yeah, no, it's not. I, I already have a Cherby's. A Cherby's has a new color coming out, and it's already on back order for me. It'll be out in like March. So you know that, like me. you know that, like stock bike looks good, right? Yeah, I mean, I went with the stock look graphic. Did you saw my not see my graphics? Like it looks good, nice and stock. I was hoping I was going to get a check for that big FP logo on the shroud, but I got a middle finger. Yeah, just like I was hoping to get a check for this damn show. Get off me. <laughs> Oh shit! No, I wheels. Honestly, I would love to, but yeah, Cherby's is gonna drop a new color in March or spring, and it's already on back order for me. So, uh, shout out to Fooly. I'm excited for that new color to come out, and everybody I think is gonna really like it. Um, but anyways, 250 East Coast. I'm gonna go. Ah, fuck. I'm gonna go. These 250 predictions are pointless because, like, we make it day one, and <laughs> guys that we pick for are on the other right. coast. 
Exactly. No, it'll be fine, dude. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. You, you know, as a rule, I don't make predictions, right? And these aren't predictions. These are just fantasy. guesses. I don't make predictions. Like, fantasy supercross is stupid. People take it way <laughs> too seriously. I don't play it, dude. It, I, it makes me very frustrated. Very frustrated. I don't play it. Um... I don't play it because I don't want to hate on a guy. Like, you yeah. fucking asshole. How dare you crash? Like, really? Who the fuck am I? If that was me, I'd be like, check still clears, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know who to go. I'm going to go screw it. I'm going to go Jeremy Martin, Hunter Lawrence, and I don't know who I want for my third. Justin Cooper. That'll be mine. That'll be mine for my for my. And you're not going to do any predictions, wheels. You're going to pass. You're over it. You don't want to make any no, predictions. No, I'll I'll go last. Let Kirk go next. All right, Kirk, you go next. Uh, I am I am take all, win all, kill all competition. So Jordan Smith's going to win. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, you <laughs> never know. You never second. know. Dude, I I have to I have to manifest that right. Like we talked about earlier, I need to manifest good things to happen. So, yes, I like it. Uh, I need firepower up there. Um, we'll go Cooper second and Lawrence third. Okay. Oh man. Um, wheels is going to go styles, Robertson, RJ Hampshire, Jaleek Swole. <laughs> Boom. Swole's on the East coast or West. Yeah. Coast. Yeah. Uh, no, I will think? put, I'll put, I'll put RJ on the podium though. Like I, I would say if, if he doesn't get hurt, yeah, I would say, uh, Man, it's tough because Cooper, you know, Justin Cooper is going to be there. Like he's, he's got the number one plate for a reason. So yeah. Oh, I'll I think put, some. I think what? some mental mental let's, games let's, are going to be played. Let's, let's let's be risky. If RJ stays healthy, okay. you know, I I think this is I think this is the year for Fortner to get it done. Just for shit. That lose. What happened? Where'd you go? Did we lose wheels? Kirk, you there? I lost. We lost all connection. No, we can hear you, Triple. I, yeah, I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear, Will, I didn't hear anything. Will said it broke out. Will said he's going to go. R, he was thinking RJ was healthy, and then it just went nothing. Oh well, I said I'll go. Hampshire stay healthy. Hunter. No. Second, and I'll put third. Even though I'm just gonna say a disclaimer that these opinions are these two predictions I want or care to have happen. Okay, I don't care. I don't care either way. I'm just you're putting me on the spot, so this is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, you're getting. I don't know what I don't know what's going on with your four fifty. I have totally different opinions. All right, we need to move on to 450 because we're, we're already 50 minutes in this show, so we got to get this thing wrapped up. Um, Seriously, there's a bonus if we go over an hour. You know that, right? I, that was in my contract. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, <laughs> I just I got to figure out what's going on with wheels. This Are you on AirPods, Will, or wheels? Yeah, <clears throat> maybe my battery was dying. I put you back. I put you on speakerphone. Can you hear me better? Yeah, it's a little better. All right. Well, I live in a cabin in the woods, so I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, no, you're good. If uh, if you listen to this and you're having audio issues, I'm sorry. You can suck it. You can suck it. Just kidding. 
my apologies. Wow. We'll get it figured out. We'll get it figured out. Well, because I know that's like a big thing. Wow. People complain about audio, and it's like we're trying our best, but like you said, you're in the cabin in the woods. Like we're we're trying to get this thing dialed in. Um, no, like I'm not kidding. I live. No, I know you do. I know. You. I've seen your cabin. <laughs> I know. Four um, fifties, A one. It's gonna be hectic, boys. It's gonna be hectic. You got. I'm all. I'm all in on Elon right here. I think he's having fun. He's okay. enjoying racing dirt bikes again, and I think that you're gonna see the same vibes from Anderson and 22 as you saw in 18. Yeah. And I would not be surprised if. That free flow, having fun, doesn't really care if he wins a championship, but I think that's going to carry him into being there at in the in the title fight towards the end of the season. I just I think the change for Anderson is good, and I think that yeah. uh, there's not going to be a lot of people who pick Anderson this year, and I think that that's I think that that's silly on anyone who doesn't pick his pick him. Yeah. The the preview show was really cool. It was, it was good to see a lot of these guys open up and talk about you know new programs and and new stuff. And J- and Jason, I think, was the most honest um, with saying, "Hey, like you know these guys understand me." And even Dave Feeney said, "Hey, this, Jason calls us and kind of breaks down what he saw today, or if it's a couple days." Like, so I think Jason's all in. And you know, Pulp mentioned on the show, like, "Hey, you got to suffer to win." And I think Jason's kind of taking that as a chip on chip and saying dude i'll prove to you that i can have fun and still be competitive so uh i got high hopes for it yeah and i mean and i mean at the end of the day like you don't like the link guys right like this is the top guy this is the b guy like they're all they're all top guys but yeah the 21 bike has a 450 class championship the nine bike does not yeah so if you have to rank them like me, you would you would say that Anderson is the quote number one guy at Kawasaki because he's got championships. But I wouldn't like them that. I would put them equal. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying the quote experts they you know they they want to do that. They want to say here's the A guy, here's the B guy. When really they're all A guys. For sure, it's kind of like you said at the beginning of the show, right? There's, it's got whatever 14, 15 winners and multiple champions, and uh, it's wild. You can't. I, there's no way for me to put a, a one, two, three ranking for who's no. best in the 450 class. It's, it no. would be ludicrous either way. Yeah, I mean, and we saw Especially it in the past. For, for guys like us. Right. Yeah. I mean, we saw in the past, the field was stacked, what, three years ago, and Justin Brayton came out in one Daytona. Like, this class, you just never know yeah. what's going to happen. Like, anything can happen, and I'm excited because Eli's on Yamaha, we all know that he's really invested in KYB suspension. That bike has probably one of the best KYB forks in the in the industry. And he's he brought his KYB guy over from Cowie. So it's like, oh, this could be dangerous. And then you got Ferrandis, who just uh, won the outdoor title. You act, like, you act like the Yamaha KYBs are so good. Like any of these guys are using something that's stock Yamaha. <laughs> no, I know. But I'm just saying, like, that was a big deal for him. Like, he had to make sure, like, KYB was a part of his program because Cowie didn't want, I, from what, I don't know if this is true or not, but from what I heard, Cowie wants those guys on Showa because that's just what they want. And like, they they kinda, yeah. yeah, that's kind of what they hinted on the, the previous show. Like, you know, Cowie kind of says, Hey, here's your bike. You can do some changes, but you're kind of going to want to run what we kind of suggest. And I think, uh, 
I kind of didn't know if that's true or not. You know, I've heard about it with Weimer. You know, they they said RV was winning, so you you don't need to really do anything with your bike because RV was winning, so you kind of run what RV is running. Blah blah blah. Like that's a whole other story. But I think Eli is going to be the, just like you just said with with Anderson. It's a it's a reset, right? It's like okay, this is a reset, refresh. Like let's go, let's see what we can do. But that's just my opinion. You know yeah. what I mean? So. I think that's the best part of this season to me is all the new stories, all the new bikes. Yeah, there's it's, a lot of it's stories. Almost like, it's almost like starting over for all of them. And not all of them, obviously. But yeah. it's just so many different guys in so many different places that it's just like, I, I you know, A1's going to be hectic just trying to go, well, who the hell is that on the, on the Yamaha? Yeah. No, I mean, you're not wrong. There's going to be people that, you know, not everybody that's at a Supercross is a core fan. You know what I mean? It, it sounds dumb, but... There are sometimes people that go to those things. They're just like, "Oh, I wonder what this is. Let's go check it out." You know what I mean? So it's going to be Doesn't cool. To- sound dumb to me. Those are the guys that buy Monster on the way to the track. No, I on know. The way to the race. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to buy Monster at Supercross. You guys give them away. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying though. Like, I'm just, yeah, I got you. Go to one race a year. They're, they're all. They're the reason why we got jobs. Right, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And, you know, it's it's one of those things to where that's what keeps it exciting because, you know, I have even dealers that to this day, like, they're in the industry. They work in the every day, and they're like, there was a Supercross race? Or who who won this? Like, they don't, you know, they're not heavily invested in it, and it, uh, it still blows my mind, but I love it because, like, you talk to them, and it's like, yeah, this happened, this happened, this happened, and it's like, oh, man, they get almost more engaged and more involved when there's this much story going on. So it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. In the grand scheme of things, uh, motocross racing is still an extremely small industry, yes. you know, to the, to the world. So your your percentage of fan base is very small. I got to kind of be compared to F one or NASCAR or NFL or anything like that. Like, yeah, at the end of the day, we're we're always going to be a hobby sport. Yeah, very niche. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I kind of got an eye opening the other day. Um, I went to a hockey game and I was like totally out of my comfort zone. I'm like, I don't know anything about hockey. I don't know. I don't know. I can name one hockey player in the Nashville Predators. And I'm like, now I kind of know what people feel like when they go to a Supercross. And I'm, I look at them and say, how do you not know Cooper Webb? How do you not know Eli Tomac? And it kind of opened my eyes. I'm like, I'm at a hockey game right now and I couldn't tell you jack shit about it. And it's like, kind of, kind of was an eye opener for me. So that kind of gave me a new perspective on, uh, our sport a little bit. But speaking of new, uh, New things. Cooper Webb leaving Aldens, uh, going to work at 83 with Michael Byrne. Um, Byrne left Rocky Mountain and then and starting his own thing. It's going to be exciting. Um, I think Cooper, like he even said on the preview show, it's all on him. And uh, he's a two-time champ. So you guys, uh, do you do you feel like we're not doing predictions, but I mean, kind of you, you kind of got to pick him as a favorite, right? I mean, he has the number one bike, or the number one bike on his bike. It's hard not to, right? Yeah. So I mean, you, you don't look at the guy. You don't look at the guy who's a two-time champ. I mean, he's in the same category as James. He's not in the same category as James. No one is, but he's in the same category as far as yes, titles, championships, yeah, James or Chad. So like, you can't look at a guy who's a two-time champ and you go, "Ah, I'm gonna write that guy off this year." Right, yeah, for sure. I agree, especially especially being the, the rumor. I mean, and, and you hear on the internet, like, at the end of the day, like, it's all chatter until we see it, but, like, you hear that he's really driving well with the new motorcycle, and, like, he's got some stuff figured out in the loops where everyone knows that that 
if you had to pick one of Cooper's weak spots, I mean, he's a short, shorter guy. So like, he's not, yeah. he's not as, as good in the whoops. So like, but if you can, if you can get him comfortable, it's it, it kind of a little bit of an anomaly, anomaly too, where it's like, if he's comfortable, it's almost like he's not as good as where he's got a chip on his shoulder or like, he's kind of better as a second place rider past, you know, on the last couple laps versus you just go out and check out and win. You know, right. very yeah. rarely does Super Web get the whole shot and walk away. Yeah, Cooper's probably the yeah. first first two-time champ to jump through the whoops and win titles. Could you imagine Kirk and JT was able to do it? Because JT perfected jumping through the whoops before anybody. If he was still <laughs> racing today, who knows what, what potential he'd have. Uh, I mean, for me, like, yeah, I, I agree that you can't count him out, right? Um, to be perfectly honest, I was never a big Coop fan until the last couple of years. And for me, his sheer grit, and will to win is unmatched. I think I don't. I just I don't know what it is. Like you know, when he I don't remember where the hell it was. He crashed on his ass on the concrete, right? And just keeps going. He never misses a race. The guy just wants to win, and that that grit and determination. Um, there's a lot to be said for that. You know, it's he. You know, he's going to be there. So he's kind of like you know, in like action movies when there's like a fight scene. And like the main character get like punched in the mouth and like knocked down and, and like gets up and you're like oh now you know what's on. It's almost like Webb needs to be punched in the. I don't mean literally, but like <laughs> he needs to be knocked down. That that metaphoric punch in the face one time where then it's like that's the main part of the movie, like the main fight scene, right? Yeah, like fight now, club now, now, now it's on. I, yeah, I now it's on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We got the blood on his lip, and then it's like, oh man, here we go. Yeah, here we go. And speaking of here we go, Dylan Ferrandis, he uh, he's got Dude, the outdoor title. Corner speed. I was watching. I was watching Instagram videos of him yesterday, and I was like, how many turns are there, average on average on a Supercross track between six and eight? Yeah, somewhere if you can that. make up half, if you can make if you can be half a second faster in every corner than everyone else. That's between three and four seconds. Yeah. His Her lap. Yeah. His, yeah. his corner speed, like, is insane. No, I'm excited. Like, he, uh, you know, speaking of grit, like, that's a guy that also, I mean, like he said it on the previous show, he came over to win Supercrosses. You know, it's he didn't come over here to kind of hang out and ride underneath the lights. Like, that dude wants to win and wants to prove something, and his style is sick. Like, I'm, uh, I'm excited to see kind of – what he can do because he's he's one of the guys that's been him and Tomac are the two guys that are pretty consistent about staying healthy. Um, so it, it'll be good to see if they can kind of carry that through this year and, and stay healthy again. So for you, Will's like, what do you what do you what would you say for Dylan? Like, do you expect a championship or do you expect him to kind of just get his feet under him and have another good year? Because this is his this is his second year now. So I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I definitely would not be surprised if to see to see the player on his bike at some point in the year, yeah. whether it's early on or you know, and and I think he'll be one of those guys that like, and it's hard because you want to take the current 450 outdoor champion and automatically throw him in that mix, right? Right. But it doesn't always it doesn't always transpire that way. But then again, it's like. 
this guy is really, really good in turn. And he's really, really good in rhythm. Yeah. And he's pretty good at start. And he's on a really, 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 really good star Yamaha. So it's like the, everything's yeah. all the boxes are checked. Yeah, it's like you're. It's almost like why would he not be in in the title? You know, in the in the in the top three or in the chase for for the title or have the red plate. But then, but then there are other factors. There's and Rockson, there's Eli Tomac, there's Anderson, there's Webb, there's all these other guys, there's Marvin, like all these other guys who can win races and yeah. at so, given time, there's Barsha, like all these dudes, like. So, so playing like a little bit of devil's advocate to that on, on Ferrandis is, is there uh, any form of. Mm, I don't know, mental block of some sort, or uh, I don't know, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but because Eli came to the team, like, is he overshadowed because Eli's there? Yeah. You know, Eli's, like, he was the guy Eli's now. Eli. There's like, a lot of hype. Know, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Does that does that play a factor, you think, in somebody's, like, mental? I don't, I don't know. know. I, 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 could, I could, I could like, see that for sure. I thought the same thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like, uh, you have two different like two two different guys. Battle, yeah, and I yeah. think he does his own does. thing, and and Eli does his own thing. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the other big thing is Eli doesn't really care to hang out with him, and Dylan probably doesn't care to probably hang out with him. Like, they both have separate programs; they're not on the same program. First, say you know, like Alden, his guys are all on the same program, where Eli yeah. and Dylan they're not; they're totally separate. You know, they just they just ride the same bike. Sure, that's fair. But but I mean, it, at the end of the day, like the toughest, mentally toughest motocross supercross rider, we, we've all been around these guys our entire lives. We all know that at the end of the get, at the end of the day, they're very sensitive. They're very mentally tough, but they're also very sensitive. So it only takes one little thing to rattle them mentally, and then it's just yeah. that snowball. So. Yeah, so those guys are very tough, and I think that I don't think that I don't think that Ferrandis rattled easily. I mean, he withheld. I mean, he withstood every challenge that was thrown at him outdoors, which is, I mean, outdoors itself is a mental is a mental goal, oh, and a, a totally so totally different animal. But I mean, if you're one and two in the championship with the guy that you're eating lunch next to, you're on track walk with, like team meeting this morning like i don't care who you are that's kind of wear on somebody right yeah yeah and honestly, if i if i I had if i had i'm not talking crap yeah but if i had to put my money on the guy who would be more apt to be rattled mentally i think it's the number three okay yeah i can see that yeah i will say this though like if you're eli tomac and you watch dylan ferrandis ride you're probably thinking what the hell because from what i've been told dylan doesn't train he just rides and eats and rides and sleeps like that's all he does. He doesn't road bike. He doesn't mountain bike. He doesn't do any of that. He shows up at the track at eight thirty a.m. and he leaves the track at five p.m. He's the first one there, the last one to leave. Like, and all he does is ride. Bring the nineties back, huh? Hell yeah! So I mean, like, bringing the nineties back. Yeah. So it's like if you're Eli Tomac and you're watching that and you're like, he's still going when you're packing up and leaving. Like, that's got to mentally kind of make you. Sh- think a little bit right like it's just like if you're at your job and one guy's staying longer 
then another guy you're like okay well now i feel like i'm not doing the most i can do i'm not putting the my best foot forward so i think kirk makes a good point they don't have that, that problem up. with you at wps though no kirk kirk wants to fire me every day you're the every first day to, you're the first guy to leave the office from what i hear well, just no, if there's food he, involved. He's a road rep, so he he stays in the office all day in his house when he's supposed to be oh, a dealer. Shit. Here we go, dude. Here <laughs> we go. You're spo- wait, you're supposed to go on the road? What's COVID, dude? I can't go on the road. It's COVID. Oh, don't even. Bro. <laughs> We're not talking about that either. <laughs> he's doing he's doing online marketing. He's on yeah uh, yeah playing Supercross live on on Racer X. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm on Call of Duty, like, dude. Marketing. Market. I'm doing marketing on Call of Duty. Yeah. yeah. He's talking to all these motocross kids while he's got his headset on. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, an athlete just uh, messaged me right now and asked if I was getting on. I was like, bro, I'm busy. Leave me alone. I'm talking shit about you. Um, but uh, Tomac, I think, is going to be, like I said, Kirk's got a good point. He brings up something to where you got two elite guys. and I mean, AP was an elite guy too, right? But a- AP was still building. Tomac and Frandis aren't building anymore. Both these guys are title contenders. Both these guys are expected to, to win a championship. So it's going to be interesting to see, and I'm excited to watch it. The next well, it kind of goes back to the same deal with Anderson and Tomac though. Like, I mean, with Anderson and AC Carrillo, like, yeah, no, you're right. The number, the number three bike has a supercross championship. 14 doesn't. Yeah. In the, in the 450 class. I mean, right. No, you're right. Yeah. And that's, that takes a lot of weight. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things where you ask yourself, okay, I've done it before. I need to do it again. I'm getting paid to do it. I need to do it. Um, and it seems like Adam and Jason are having fun. So I, I, I yeah. hope that I hope that translates and those guys those guys work together and and bring something really good to the table and and those and they're on the podiums. So we'll see what happens. And there's one guy that I think is going to be either really good this re- this year or be a major flop, and that's Marvin uh, Supercross only deal. So he's got. No, no expectations for outdoors. He's not racing outdoors, so he doesn't have to think about outdoors at all. All he has to do is focus on Supercross. He's thirty-two years old. I think this is his last year. If I, I could be wrong, but he's—I uh, think he's got a point to prove too. He—he's got another French guy over here, and he was the only guy, only French guy here, and now he's got two, or he's got you know Frandis, and I—I I think they're they're friends. I could be wrong, but I think they they like each other. So. um that could be a really Let me good ask factor. you this: when when you say a flop, what are we talking? Not top ten? Yeah, You're talking not yeah. top five. What's not a, top what's ten. A flop not, for, like, for, for like Marvin. Marvin, I feel he's like elite, right? Yeah, I feel like if I guess I'll rephrase that: if you're not, if he doesn't win at least one race or two races, and he's out of the top five, then I feel like that's a failure to him. Like I, I can guarantee he wants to win the title, but I feel like with the injuries he's had and the seasons he's had. If you can get a win or two and be top five in points, that's a successful year for you. And you guys can tell me if he's I'm wrong a, or not. He's won, a race. he's won. He's won a race every year that he's raced. Has he? Yeah. Yeah. And I would say did he win last year? I didn't know he won last year. Did he? Oh yeah, he did because he, he took, won because that was a big drama that he took the neck brace off and then won. That was a big deal. Yeah. 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 You're right. And I, I don't think I don't think outside. I mean, with this field, I don't think the outside. The top five is a flop. That's my opinion. To him, is going to be a different standard than to what we see, obviously. Um, yeah. I would say if he's outside the top ten, I would consider that a flop of a season. Um, I think with this field, if everybody's in it, uh, I don't see him getting top five, personally. Yeah, seventh and, overall for Marvin we, last year. 
Yeah. So it's it's it, it crazy the different mindsets though, right? Like to us, you look at it and you're like, oh look, top ten guys are past champions. So if you get tenth, like that's still good. But to them, they're like, I don't care about those other guys' championships. I want to win. Yeah. But yeah, us, for sure. Like, oh, it's like, no, you got tenth, but you got nine past champions in front of you, or past yeah. race winners in front of you. Yeah, like, dude, you look at last year's points. Justin Barsha got fourth. AP got fifth. Um, Joey Savacci got tenth. AC got hurt, so he was sixteenth. Um, I mean, like, these are guys that you don't even think about. Like, you, I mean, if Malcolm Stewart's on a better program this year, I mean, yeah, Yamaha was good, but he's out a two-year deal, so he doesn't have to stress anything. Like, he's at Baker's, and he got six in points last year. I mean, Malcolm could easily get top five this year. Not easily. Let me take that. Oh, not, e- not not easily. But my hopes for Malcolm is two two race wins. I I really want to see him at least I, get two think, race wins. Yeah, I think what you mean is like he could easily get top five, and I think you mean like nobody would really be surprised, right? Like he's yeah, he's, like he's under the radar he's a little bit. He's, he's right there. I, I still don't think he's just like his brother. Nobody's gonna beat him through the whoops. I don't think. No, I think there's a guy so out there. That if, if this was a straight whoop race, he's out. Yeah. So, see you later, bro. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, sixteen for sixteen, perfect season. Nobody. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe, but maybe Christian Craig. Yeah, or Kenny. Kenny. Ah, eh, no, Kenny's hasn't been that great. He used to be really good. In the Kenny's is. He's been too inconsistent as far yeah. as that goes. I think so. But Mookie, like, We're am I wrong? Am I start. wrong by saying Mookie maybe one or two race wins? Like, is that is that just out there? Or are you guys kind of with me on that? I think it's feasible. Or I mean, mm. no. Not, I think one for yeah. sure. I think I think a yeah. win is feasible for sure. Not, we goes, you're not on board. You're not, you're not on board. What about a podium? Are you on board with the podium? I'm on board with the podium. I don't okay. it, to see Malcolm Stewart win a race. So I think it's possible. Like if everything falls in place, like if do I think it's possible? Yes. Do I think that he could end up on the podium? Do I think that the next 17 races will he end up on the podium at least once? Yes. Yeah. So to win, I think he can, but I think that it has to be like his night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's go look at the let's go look at the track maps and see how many track maps have two whip sections. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's not, that's not me like talking down or talking no, no, not at all. Like that. It's just, it's just. I mean, it's the same with like there's a. I mean, we haven't even talked about Barsha yet. Like, there's so many guys. Yeah. Like, we haven't yeah. even got. We haven't talked about Barsha or the, Kenny yet. And Barsha's won the season opener three years in a row. Like, yeah, or AP like, for that matter. It's, it's yeah, we can go on forever. It's it's wild. I know Barsha. Barsha got fourth in points, and that was with being inconsistent. If he can, if he can figure that out, that consistency out, dude, he'll be a threat. I mean, he's got another two. He just signed a two-year extension with the team, so that's another guy that has no stress. He's really excited. Will Hans coming over. Will Hahn, people can say what they want, but Will Hahn, I feel like it's just a silent dark horse to building mm-hmm. champions. Like we saw what he did with that star I, program, and I think he's going to be a big part of Gaskett's success for 2022. I think Barsha is a guy who, first of all, I would think he's a really good dude. Like him and I always get along well. Like we, and track walks and stuff like he's yeah. just a good dude like his wife is nice like i i love justin like he's a good dude and i think that he is one of those guys that like he's 
so like he and he's even said before that like the highs and lows is so mentally draining like yeah. one week you're way up here because you won a one like yes i'm still but then you go to st louis and or wherever round two is and it's not that great and then you're down on the temps again so yeah. i think that he's one of those guys like if he could and I've, I've said it for a while, like, if Barsha could put it together, like, one, two, like, win two or three races in a row, like, go on a little bit of a roll, oof, I think you met his his speed and aggression, and I think if you can get him in a confident state where he does, I'm not saying he's going to, or not saying he's not going to, but I'm saying if, like, say he were to win three, two or three races in a row, and that's a freight train that I don't want to be in the way of. He is one guy that he's like the Dale Earnhardt of, of dirt bikes. Like you, when you're near him or close to him, you're riding on the edge. Cause you don't know what to expect. Like, it's, and it's, it's not like he exci- doesn't know how to win a championship. He's won right. a light shot or a 50 class title. So. Yeah. And like, like he just, he knows how to ride a motor. He's a super calculated racer too. Like he's got speed, but we saw it with Kenny last year when Kenny was behind him. Like Kenny had multiple times to get by him but i feel like kenny almost was riding a little timid because he knew if he if he got on the inside of justin and passed him justin was going to come right back so um i think a lot of riders ride timid around justin right because sometimes i think it's almost like you can't like it's hard for a zebra to change the stripes sometimes even though he has like chilled out a lot but i think sometimes like if you ruffle if you ruffle his feathers, like he can't help but see red yeah. and then that's what he focuses on. And then next thing you know, he's been tapped by two guys because he's so focused on just getting back at the guy that hit him. Yeah, and I think that's what but Will's I think, he, I think I that's think what Will's gonna help with. I think Han's yeah, gonna tell him like, Hey, like dude, like let him pass you, get back in your rhythm, and then get him back. Like you got twenty minutes. Like don't focus yeah, don't off, fo- take a breath and yeah, go back. Exactly, to work. exactly. Yep. I think I think that's what, and then Keith said it on the preview show too. Is you know if Justin's having fun, it's going to be really good for him. So I expect big things out of Justin, and I, uh, you know, me and him are fellow teammates on the gas gas. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> You're killing me, dude. Justin, Justin, gas, 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 gas. We both go fast, fast. Um, triple, triple. Yeah, triple, triple. Cheese. Him, he, he goes triple, triple dirt bikes. I go triple, triple cheeseburgers. It's it's uh it's a little yeah, how, that, how is the uh how is the gas gas for a bigger dude? I love it, honestly. It's it's really fun. Like uh it was easy to ride. I was super comfortable on you it. You feel so. like you're riding a KTM? I don't know, I've never ridden a KTM. So Good answer. I, I I like that's it. That's what I would say too if I that's what I would say too if I just bought a red KTM. I mean the yeah. che- the check still clears. Me too if I wasn't <laughs> riding a white KTM. The check still clears. <laughs> um yeah. No, it's it's honestly really good, and I think that's that's kind of what I'm most excited about, right? Is Cooper? You got Cooper, Justin, Aaron, Malcolm, Joey. You know, it's like you got these guys on those bikes, and they got Cooper's got a new bike, and Aaron's on a on a new bike. So, Macaroff's on a good bike this year. Yeah, Macaroff's on a good bike this year. So, I mean, like you said, Cooper's figured some new things out with that bike. Hopefully, the fork doesn't. Hopefully, the shroud doesn't stab him in the leg. But I'm excited to see Aaron ride that that bike because um, I heard it's good in the whoops and it and it and it steers good. So that's gonna be exciting, dude. I'm uh 
I'm expecting Aaron probably to, to the same thing. I, I if Aaron gets a, on the podium, like it won't surprise me. You know what I mean? Um, it's one of those. Yeah. What? Yeah. He's still close, and it seems like one of those guys where, like, they always say your first win's the hardest, right? And it yeah. seems like once he gets a win, like, I think, I think things will change for him, and he, and he just keeps getting better and having fun, and like, looks so good on the motorcycle. And if you can keep that moment, if you can keep doing what he's doing, like, eventually that win is going is going to come. Yeah, and I think being at Alden's too is is going to kind of be is going to be one of those things to where. It's either going to open his eyes or it's going to piss him off. And I, from what I've been hearing, he's he's happy over there, and him and Malcolm are are feeding off each other, and their their personalities are really fun. So those two guys working together and pushing each other to be because they both want to be better than everybody else, right? They both got a chip on their shoulder because they're kind of under the radar. But like you said, they're both champions. Aaron's won Supercross, and so is Malcolm. They both everybody that's on a factory bike this year has won a title. Um. Dean, Chase, Marvin, Jason, Dylan, Malcolm, Aaron, just I mean all of them have won a 250 title. Um so it's 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 nuts, man. It, it's so exciting. And you know, we go to Adam and I want to see Adam do well. I I think he's just got to put it all together and he's one of the guys to where if he can just be consistent cuz we see the lap times, right? He's won I think more what are the qualifiers? More qualifiers than anybody else. Like the guy can lay down some speed, but we just need him to stay consistent. And I think Kirk, for you, like you're still getting more and more into this to supercrosses with firepower and going to more races. But like, what have you kind of noticed over the years for for Adam? Like as you go to more of these races and see like the speed in person and not just on TV. Uh, I mean, if we're talking just AC, dude, I think it's. It is. It's a consistency thing. He definitely has the speed, um, yeah. and I feel like he, he's his own worst nightmare. As he gets into a situation where somebody puts pressure on him, uh, and he feels like, "Oh shit, I got to go faster," and then he makes a mistake, and uh, and then you know maybe spikes the heart rate and you can't get it back or whatever. But uh, I, I think he's. I think he's got to work on that mental toughness of as far as I'm out front, I can do this. Um, and just if somebody's on you, just, just continue to hit your marks and, and keep going. Because it, it seems to me, anyways, that like when somebody's on him, uh, that little that little tenth of a second slip up is where he loses it, and then he for some reason can't quite get it back after somebody gets around him. Yeah, is a uh, is his nerve issue in his hand and shoulder and like arm and stuff all like is he good? Yeah, so yeah, like, I, yeah. It seems like he's all good. Um, the other thing too that Adams got this year. This is his first year he's ever had it. He had it for outdoors, but this year he has his bus. Um, and those guys being able to have their own space, I think, goes a long way as far as mental game. Like you said earlier, uh, Wheels, it's these guys when they get in that mindset and mind frame, and it's such a high and low sport. So for him to be able to have his own bus, be able to have private conversations with you know Nick Way or whoever it might be, like just having his own area, I think that kind of helps you know with these guys to kind of just unwind and not worry about anybody from the team or any buddy from media or anything coming in the rig like he's it's his space um and he's also got Derek. that would help me yeah so it's cool like it's just it's it's your own space like you don't have to worry about people just bothering you like you can just 
do whatever you want. You can walk around the damn thing naked if you want to. You know what I mean? So, um, it's it's cool. And I, and he's got Derek, you know, filming and doing the vlogs. And I think he's having a lot of fun with those. So like his whole entourage right now with Nick and Derek, it seems like it's been really helpful for him to kind of just just unwind and just kind of be himself, do his own thing, and and not have that heavy stress and. I'm excited to see what he does because before he got hurt in outdoors, we saw the speed. I mean, the dude is ripping. Um, it's just yeah. It's nobody just, can ever. Nobody. I don't think anybody has ever. I mean, nobody of like the ability or kind of mind has ever said that I've been really Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. I just, I just, I, I do believe if he can stay consistent and not get hurt and finish a whole Supercross season, he'll be the champion. That's my honest, you know, 100%. If he completes a whole series, he'll be a champion. Are you going top three? Are you taking him number one? Number one. If he if he stays healthy and, and finishes out the season and competes in all 17 rounds, he will be the 2022 Bold. champion. I'll bet 20 bucks Bold. on it. But if he gets hurt, then I get my 20 bucks back. But No, that's not how a bet works, Justin. <laughs> that's how my bets work, dude. Uh, yeah, it sounds about right. You owe Bob a bunch of money still. <laughs> I know. Fuck, Bob's gonna have to put me on his taxes. <laughs> Shit, dude, he's gonna have to write me off. Claim me, yeah, claim me as zero. I'm still gonna be the the guy that picks Anderson because I yeah, think I don't that, blame you there. It's a good pick. I think that I think he'll have. I think we'll have a lot of 2018 vibes as far as sure. In 18, he was there with Baker and working hard, and um, and but. He's still working hard. Like people, yeah, he is. Some like people, at, you know, some people kind of make it seem like just because he left Baker's that he's not still putting in the work or suffering or this. Just because he's having fun doesn't mean he's not training or you know, you know what I mean. So and yeah. I, but I, but I think that the key to Anderson's success is to have fun, and I that's why that's why I think that there will be a lot of eighteen vibes as far as like. He's got his he's got his buddies around. Like him and Adam are going to get along well. The team gets along well, and I, I could be wrong, but like that's that's the that's the chip that I'm going with for yeah. for 2022 is Anderson. No, he's got a solid routine. Like I've talked to some people that are in his corner. Like he wakes up, you know, six thirty, whatever it may be, and he goes to bed night. Like he's got a strict routine. Um, and speaking of routine, Kenny Roxon, um, that guy has had the gnarliest past three years four years like i i don't know anybody who's can do what he's done and still be competitive um it's mind-blowing and speaking of highs and lows that guy is probably one of the key stories on having highs and lows so i'm excited to kind of see if he can get through it like we saw it again last year when he's on he's on i mean he swept he swept indy and like he can do it it's just being able to get that mind right and be able to just focus on himself and not worry about anybody else. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of Kenny's and I, I think he can uh, have a really good year this year. Anybody agree? No. Yes. No. Maybe. <laughs> am I by myself? Uh, am, I, I mean, am I on Kenny Island by myself? <laughs> I've, I've, for, for me, for me, you are, I, I think if Kenny had his time, it was last year. I, and okay. don't, don't ask me why. Um, I think last year was his time. It, it was fast. I, I personally think Cooper's in his head. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, uh, outside looking in, that would make sense. I mean, like he Cooper straight put a red plate pit board thing on right in front of his gate. So yeah, 
so, I mean, I, I don't, obviously he's one of the best riders maybe ever. I mean, he's, he's probably in conversation for, for being up there, but, um, I, I, I don't know, man. I feel like Kenny's time has kind of come and gone, unfortunately. And I've always been a Ken Robson fan. I just, um, going off of your list that you sent us earlier, um, yeah. Ken was going to be my, my quote unquote flop this season. Okay. And, and what that looks like, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know if Kenny finishes top five this year. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't blame you there. You know what I mean? It's, it's I know. I know it's bold. I like bold. We want bold though. We want that. We want, we want bold. We want, you know, out, out off the wall gnarliness. Um, we don't want just regular cookie cutter shit. We want bold statements <laughs> and I like it. Um, but I, I, Kirk, I think you're right. For the night. I think it's one of those things to where if the season doesn't go to Kenny's expectations, this will be the last year we see Ken Rocks on the gate. Sure. I, I, I do. I that, do that, believe that. That could be. And it, honestly, if anybody like retired, um, yeah, anybody, he has like the best reason, right? Because yeah. the injuries he went through, the toll that that took on his body is just astronomical. It's wild. The fact that he ever came back and can ride at the level he's riding still is absolutely mind boggling and amazing. And I have the utmost respect for the guy. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like his time is is up for that four fifty championship. No, and I think you're onto something. I think we're going to see this year and next year start to f- to fiddle out, and the and the new blood's going to come in. You know, Forkners and Lawrences and Christian Craig's, and those guys are going to slowly start making their way up. You know, that there's only so many spots available on factory teams, so it's either either uh, shit or get off the pot type of deal. And I don't mean to be blunt, but it's uh we're getting to that age, you know. We we've seen it every year. We see RV leave. We see Dungey leave. We see Stewart leave. You know now now Kenny Roxon and Tomac and Barsha and Anderson. All those guys are getting ready to wind out their careers in the next year or two. Yep. So wheels I, wheels. What I do you think? think? It, it, Roxon is tough because when when. When everything is going his way, like there's nobody in the world that's going to touch him. Yeah, it's similar to Tomac. But I think because of, I mean, this is just speculation, right? Yeah. But I think because of those massive crap, like injuries that he's had and the surgeries and stuff, like I think that he's. I think I think Roxon is probably one of is probably the if not one of the smartest riders out there in the sense that he's not going to push above that level anymore because he knows the, con- the consequences and the consequences for him have been very severe twice. So I don't mm-hmm. think that, I think that if it's, if something's not there and he's not feeling like he can push at that level, I think those are the nights where we see the quote, you know, see him going backwards or see him in a second or, I don't think I, I never for one have really thought that like the mind quote mind games with Webb were were affecting Rockman. I don't yeah. know, I think Rock, I think that Kenny was in Kenny's own head. Yeah. I don't think that what yeah. I don't think that Cooper was in Cooper's or was in Rockman's head. And that, and that's just the outside looking in. Yeah. Because I think that and, and I respect that a lot. Like if you want longevity in the sport, you have to finish. And as bad as you want to win a championship you can't win a championship if you're taking a 
taking a ride on the after meal, right? So, right. like the nights, the nights that Kent, that Roxon is on, like watch game out. over. Yeah, watch but out. But the night, the nights that like there be he doesn't like the transitions and a jump or something peels off, like and I think more guys should be that way. Like honestly, like we'd have yeah. we'd have less injuries if more guys were like, you know what? I'll back it off tonight and boxing backing it off five percent is still better than ninety percent of the guys in the ninety five percent of the guys in the world. Yeah. So I Rockson's one of those guys where every year it's it, it's almost like he's the best guy to on the gate who hasn't won that who hasn't won that four fifty title, right? So it's one of those just ha- it's one of those is this the year type thing. So yeah, he's I, I'm, I'm 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 still gonna I'm still gonna put him in the top three here. Okay. Like I don't know because like I said I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm sticking with Anthem. Like that was my pick. That's what I'm sticking with for the year. But do I see the red plate on the ninety four this year? Yes. Do I see him winning races this year? Yes. Does he win the championship? I don't have any effing idea. Right. No, I mean, since in 2019 he was fourth, in 2020 he was third, in 2021 he was second. So, I mean, he could it could be one of those things that the trend stays where it's at. He could be number one. Um, and the other thing, too, that people haven't talked about, I don't think, that much is Eric Kehoe has left Honda. Um, I think he went into retirement. I don't know for sure. But now Lars is the team manager over there, and um, Lars brings a, a young blood, new blood. to. He's been with the team for a while, but – now he's a team manager and overlooking all that stuff. So it's gonna be it's gonna be cool to see kind of what what Lars can do as team manager and what he'll bring to the table. So again, a lot of changes happening at at these teams and at at these compounds. So I think that's gonna be good for Kenny too. You know, maybe him and him and Kehoe made it might have some conflict or it, you know outside looking again. We don't know for sure. That's all speculation. But now Lars is is the main guy there, and him and Kenny could have a really good relationship, and that could pass on to success for next year so we'll see how that goes but we'll wrap this thing up guys we're gonna talk about one more dude and then we'll uh, close this thing out i've kept you guys longer than i've wanted to but and i'm broke so i can't send you any checks so i'll, I'll send you guys ious um, no, you're way past bonus money oh shit here we, we go. can't you, you can't you can't talk about the perfect class and not throw sexton's name in that. that's the last like i said we had one more guy to get to no, I was just saying, whether that was your last guy or not, like... Yeah, no, I, I'm not going to not talk about Sexton. I mean, he's one of the most up-and-coming racers in our sport. I I see him being a big threat in his second year. You know, Blair threw out, Blair threw out this crazy speculation that he was going to win the title last year. And, I mean, the guy was ripping until he got hurt um, at whatever race that was. Uh, Houston 2, I think. Um, so, yeah, I'm expecting big things out of Sexton. And... That's another guy that I don't know if him and Kenny are friends or not, but two two elite guys underneath a tent. Neither of them have a title, so it's an evil even playing field. Um, Kenny's got an outdoor title at at Suzuki, but as far as Honda goes, both these guys are are elite and both are are uh, going for a title. So Sexton, I'm expecting a couple wins for sure, and it's going to be real interesting, huh? Roxon has two outdoor titles. Yeah, but I mean, I know that, but I'm just saying, like, he's he doesn't have anything in Supercross, so um, no. and it's going to be cool to see both these guys just kind of battle it out and and either a be teammates or b just kind of go for each other's throats. Um, 
and I feel like Chase is a scrapper and Chase wants to do what he feels is best. And from the videos I've seen, the guy's not scared to send it. Um, he's definitely holding the torch to doing things that are quote unquote stewable. Um, so yeah, I want to see Chase up front and battle for this championship. And I, I believe it sounds like you got kind of the same idea wheels. You you're expecting big things out of, out of your Illinois native. Uh, I said, I said last year within five years, like within five years from last year. Yeah. So you're going on year four, four years left. Yeah. Within the next four years, at some point, I believe Chase Exton will win a Supercross title. His his speed is there. His style is there. It's just second year in the class. Like he's just got, it's it's all about learning to put it together. And he'll be one of those guys, I think, that whenever whenever it clicks, like it's going to click. Yeah. The 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 new the new blood is definitely rising, and the old guys I don't want the old guys, but the veteran guys are on the, not you know some are on their way out. It's not like there's always going to be that change in the guard, and I would say that you have to put Sexton up. You have to throw him in the mix of future champions. Yeah, I mean the guy is only twenty twenty two years old, twenty three years old. Um, so I mean he's still super I don't know, the young. Fact that he's in the, He's in the 450 class. Makes me feel really old because I literally watched that kid ride since he was on 50. Yeah, but that's that's kind of surprising, right? Like he's going, he's one of the youngest guys in the class. I mean, he he's only 10, 20, yeah, 22, 23 years old. And you know, I think Adam just turned 25, and Kenny's getting high. Kenny's getting close to 30, and um, Tomac's up there, and I mean, all those guys are up there. Frandis is up there, so Chase has a lot of years left. And to be where he's at at such a young age, it's uh, it's scary, man. It's really scary. And Kirk, I mean, for you, it's like scary in a it's scary in a good way, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's scary sure. because yeah, like he's he's definitely gonna be he's gonna be the guy. Like you know, here in the next year or two years, it's gonna be he's gonna be the guy. You know, right now we're saying Kenny and and Tomac and all those, but when you're being realistic, Chase is gonna be the, the next. He's the future of the sport. You know what I mean? So. Um, the four fifty class, yeah, yes, yeah, for sure. He's he's gonna be, he's gonna be one of the guys everybody looks to and says this guy is a title contender. And I mean, there's some people saying that now about him, at, and he's and he's still young. So we, uh, I think we have high hopes for Chase, and I'm I'm really, um, I wouldn't say excited. I'm I've, I've been saying I'm excited about everything because I really am. This 2022 season is gonna be, if everybody stays healthy, holy shit, it's gonna be good. But for you, you know, Kurt, how much, you know how much easier that like these predictions and like these quote preview shows and talking about these guys would be if they were all douchebags. So, oh, like I, they're nice. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> like it's hard to like like you like all of them for the most part. So it's like hard to it's hard to develop a non-biased opinion in some way because we all have some sort of like. Yeah, connection or, or yeah, kind of. Whereas, like, if they were all just dick, it would be like, oh yeah, we don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it'd be no, so I agree much with you. Easier if they weren't good dudes. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like our our gener or this gener not our but this generation I feel like is a lot more exciting because of maybe it's social media or maybe it's whatever it could be whatever. But I just feel like there's a lot a lot going on with all these personalities and it's, it's really cool. And for you, Kirk, like yeah. Chase is, 
is like I say, he's young, he's coming up. But like, what do you what do you expect out of uh, out of Chase? Um, I think he's going to be there, right? He's going to be right in the mix. Um, and I would probably put Chase top five this year. I don't, I wouldn't probably say that this is his year. And, and I agree with wheels within that time frame. You're probably going to see that kid, uh, on top of the box for a championship. I don't disagree with that for a second, but, um, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say that you guys haven't already put out there. He's, he's young, he's hungry. He's extremely fast. He's great on the bike. Um, it's it's all a crapshoot, man, with this with this class. So um, I expect him to probably pull a win this year, and probably a, I would say a significant amount of podium. I would expect that too. I think you're I think you're on the ball there. I think it's it's one of those things to where if he's not on the podium, people are going to be talking to like you know what's wrong with Chase or you know he is he is yeah. young, but. I feel like a lot of people have high expectations out of him. I think last year probably he proved a lot to himself that, Hey, I'm in the mix. I'm leading races. I'm, you know, I'm right here with the best guys in the world. And, um, I think that's going to be a big confidence booster coming into this season. He also proved to himself that he, when I hit the ground, it hurt. <laughs> that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but why did I jump that wall? They tell me that hurt. I know it's funny to hear Stu talk about that on the on the Bubba's podcast. I don't know if you guys listened to that, but it was kind of funny to hear to hear Stu mention that. He's like, "I told him he didn't have to jump, and it's not going to impress me, but he still sent it." <laughs> so, yeah. and he's like, "I told him that if you're going to do it, do it this way," and he did it not the way I told him. <laughs> <laughs> to, hear, to, to hear James say something is quote doable, but you probably shouldn't do it, or if you do it, it's not going to impress me. I think I'd be like, "Ah, oh, I'm good." Yeah, right. Yeah, like I, don't, I got nothing to prove. I'm good. Yeah, it's like playing one one with MJ and MJ saying, "If you dunk on me, I, I don't care." Like, right. Exactly. Like I think I'm just gonna go sit down and like just watch him shoot free throws. Then. Yeah, just kind of hang out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, guys. I mean, that's kind of all I got. You know, it's one of those things where I kind of want to just do something fun and and kind of just have uh, a casual conversation with you guys and and see what your opinions are, but. You guys, Kirk, we'll start with you fun. first. Do you have anything yeah, that, that you uh, you kind of want to mention before I let you guys go? Oh man, you know you know I do it harder than anyone. So uh, everyone, go out, uh, support the guys that are supporting the brands, uh, supporting our riders. Right, uh, Firepower has done a lot in this last few years. We support a lot of privateer guys. We're just doing uh, a lot to keep this sport going and being a part of the sport that we all love so much. So. Um, us brands that are on the backside of a lot of this, man, we need some support too. We need you to, to help us out on, on purchasing our products and, and running the stuff. Uh, don't, don't overlook firepower because it's price pointed. Uh, our products are killer and we are in running a price point chain, let's say, uh, just for one example in the upper echelon of this sport. So because it's a $50 chain, uh, doesn't mean you need to back off that you got guys that are running podiums and winning winning races and stuff with firepower products. So uh, I'm always going to put that plug out for firepower, man. That's my job and that's what I do. So uh, firepowerparts.com, check us out Yeah, and give us some support. Yeah, and on Instagram, Firepower Parts on Instagram. Please go check it out. Like Kirk said, all of our brands are made and, and used by a lot of top top people in the industry and um, the chains are made over in Japan the highest quality that you can, that we can offer, you know, same as all the other, a lot of the top other brands are all made in Japan. So 
don't underestimate the brand and please give it a shot. Um, you know, we have yep. a lot of brands like that where people are just like, they hear, oh, I heard this, I heard that. Well, yeah, you also heard that they ran it 10 years ago. There's a lot of technology that's came out in 10 years. Like nobody runs an iPhone 5 from 10 years ago. I mean, some people do, Daniel Blair, but <laughs> other people, you know, have stuff that's that's current in, in, this, in this age. Um, so please check them Easy. out. Go to your I'm local dealer. Huh? I said, easy. I'm still on an eight. That's why I was breaking up. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. I know you have your flip phone. Uh, They're they're coming back. They are coming back. But yeah, I mean, please, please check us out, guys. Please go to your local dealer. Support local. Without local dealerships, we don't get to see all the cool new brands. So go check out our go check out your local dealer. Support your local dealer. And check out Firepower Parts. Um, Wheels, what do you got? You got anything else to close out the show? I don't know, man. I feel like I talked a lot. Um, That's your job. I'm just right. <laughs> I'm just excited to. Uh, it's been a long off season, and I'm excited to get racing back. I'm excited that the series is starting back in in Anaheim, and I hope that there are no issues beyond any of our control that him, that changes that in any way. I hope that the season is able to just go on the way it's supposed to. Uh, Amen. And, and Preach. I look forward I look forward to watching all of these guys take everything that we said and just throw it out the window and show that we really cannot predict anything that's going on because at the end of the day like I'm not an expert. I get yeah, I, my job is amateur. My job is amateur racing, like in snowboarding and skiing and motocross and like action sports across the board for amateurs. So like, I'm not a pro guy anymore, really. And I'm, I've never claimed to be an expert. I try to stay away from predictions as much as possible. But but it's always fun to bench race. And the day that it's not fun for me to talk about motorcycles, I'll roll away forever because then I then I've lost interest in something that I've. Yeah, considered my passion my whole life. So, I you know I, I look forward to the season, and I you know thanks for thanks for thinking that I was important enough to come on here and chat with you for one hour and forty five minutes and twenty seven <sighs> seconds of my life that I will never <laughs> never uh, never other, other other than that like that's a, that's what, a that's one of the longest I'm sure, I'm sure we'll see let's get together and watch the races. Yeah, we'll point, for sure so. see each other for sure, but. This is the longest three-way I've ever had in my life. It's been pretty nice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, no, but no, I appreciate you guys for sure coming on. I know it was kind of last minute. And uh, again, I agree with you, Wheels. We're not we're not experts. We're At the end of the day, we're just fans of the sport. You know, we get to sell products and, and do what we do. You get to promote products with your amateurs. But for us, Kirk and I, we're, we're in the trenches, you know, providing a service to you guys. And we just love the sport and we want to provide the best products and service we can to the industry. And luckily we work for a rad company that allows us to do that. So I'm excited to, to be a part of it again. You know, fly has got another, another year. Um, I think it's a 10 year deal, but next year we're, we're on board again with Supercross and make sure to come by and see us. We got all kinds of cool products on display. Our new formula helmet is absolutely taking off. Our new fly zone goggle is uh, going to be on Justin Brayton this year, Joey Savacci, Max Anstey. So we got a lot of guys wearing the goggle this year. So please go check it out. Scott, I still love you, Scott. You're true to my heart. You're a sponsor of the show. But, you know, I got to gotta give shout out to the fly boys. Um, so, yeah, thank Primo's you. Primo's going to. 
smack you. I know. I just lost all my budget dollars. <laughs> getting an email here tomorrow morning. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. Thank you so much for making the time. And uh, hopefully Kirk doesn't get me fired tomorrow. But uh, it's uh, been... you got till Monday. It's all good. Perfect. Okay. Cool. So yeah, yeah. they 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 won't ruin your they won't ruin your year. They'll ruin the beginning of your next. Year. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna show up to A one. They're like, yeah, oh, exactly. thanks for coming. You know, we, it's good to see you. But uh, you might want to while you're here here's, try to find something. Here's your new. marching papers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> find something new while you're here. Um, but yeah, no, thank you guys. I appreciate it. So. That's a that's a wrap on the yep. 2022 Supercross season preview. Huge thank you to Spot Network TV, Motion Pro, Works Connection, Bell Ray, and Scott Goggles. Thank you guys. That is a wrap. Hey. Thanks, Justin. Thank you, buddy. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. We will uh, we will see you at Anaheim one.